Sounds like a wonderful person that cares. I, it sounds like he cares what he needs to. He better memorize. Wake me up before you. Wake me up before you go go. World for Because he's gonna sing it the second he comes back. That's right. Well, we are back. <laughs> and on that note, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Off the Mat right here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network and on BodySlam.net. You know what I'm gonna do now? Every single day, I'm gonna take a water bottle. I'm gonna turn this inside out. I'm gonna write. <laughs> yeah. Who? Where is Alex Slows? I'm gonna drink it every single day on the show, and it's gonna keep saying, "Where is Alex Slows?" And if That's I had like, a pen, I would do it right now. Actually, I'm not gonna pen. him on the I'm side of the milk carton almost. Hold on. What do you need, like milk carton now for that? No, I need a pen. Damn it! Oh, that's good. So he's prepared. The ladies and gentlemen, that means it is a fry yay here. And no! Okay, yes, so while I was having an exciting moment, that's good. Good. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, I'm Jess Silverberg, host here of Off the Mat. With me at the time, my co-host and the self-proclaimed king of the show, Lau Gillen. Lau, how are you doing? First off, how was your 4th of July? Um, it was explosive. <laughs> explosive in the sense of... I you have explosive diarrhea while you were in the bathroom. I had a very good... Fourth of July. Okay, Fourth of July. I had fun. That's what matters. So about mine. So mine was cool. How did Caleb do his first ever Fourth of July? It was good. I mean, he was so he was under the weather. Appointment last Wednesday, and then another one Saturday night. I believe he had ones. They ran all different tests on him. Lungs, all that stuff. Everything cleared. COVID test on him, all negative. Just a bad cold for him. But he's getting much better now. Uh, but he had a, he had a very nice time. You know, people. You know, we had family come over and stuff like that. So that was good. Um. Mm-hmm. Can barely even see. Oh, okay. It's a, I saw Cody. Did you write Fuck Cody? Cody Rhodes. Okay, that's good. Fuck Cody Rhodes, baby. Um, but it was no, it was it was a good one. A lot, a lot of fireworks in my area, of course. But um, yeah. You know, we, we had enough time. You know, we got to use the pool. Um, we had a little bit of a pool party with some family and stuff like that, and that was cool. And. You know him experiencing it. Um, it sucked that he wasn't really feeling great, but you know he he stuck it out. And um, yeah, like so that's, what'd you say? Like a man. That's right. Well, I mean, you know, he's he, he, nah. I won't go there. But anyway, the the point being, ladies and gentlemen, here's how you can listen to our show and other programs as well. If I know where you are going. If you have an iPhone, you go to the Apple Store. If you have an iPhone, you type in WWSRN. Don't mind the village idiot. He is putting things on his head right now. Um, so that's good. Um, can't even see what's <laughs> that. That's good. <laughs> so, 
So can't it says oh, okay, that's very nice. If you have an iPhone, go to the Apple Store, type in WWSRN. If you have an Android, go to the Google Play Store, type in Worldwide Sports. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch. Check us our website on worldwidesportsradio.com and check us out on bodyslam.net, one of the best website sources out there in the country for wrestling and everything. That's right, the on our YouTube page or the shows as Wow. So when, when Dopey over there decided to take that off his head, and I don't know, uh, you giving that on the whole show? Actually, it, you know, it hides half yeah, the face, so I guess it's a little I'm totally doing the whole show. Mm, that's great. I, I, I want to see you try. Okay, so that means when we go to break at 6.30, that doesn't mean you could come back and take it off then. That, that, you just have to leave it on the whole time. Yeah, I will. Okay. Okay. Well... It actually says, fuck Cody Rhodes, I'm serious. I see that. No, trust me, I I definitely, I can read it now, that's for sure. Which of the other dwarves come back as after drink? <laughs> oh, God. Well, we were going to get into Forbidden Door, which we will get into later. We'll, we will get into Money in the Bank a little bit later. Yeah, I mean, seriously. To... By the way, free plug, free plug for Red Dragon. Get your uh, gaming PC accessories from reddragonshop.com. Look at that. See that? Look at that. Nice little free plug there. Maybe Hell they'll yeah. become one of our... Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll... That's right. They're getting advertisement for us. So the serious story that they come out today, and it's kind of crazy and, um, and everything like that, it's the Wall Street Journal now reporting. Um, obviously, you have to subscribe to read the whole article, but... As far as Vince McMahon, longtime leader, obviously we all know who Vince McMahon is, has agreed, um, has agreed to pay more than twelve million over the past sixteen years to suppress allegations of sexual misconduct and infidelity in an amount far larger than previously known. Crazy story that that happened. That we got that today. And then the report came out that he flew to Vancouver to go meet with John Cena. So, you know why? Damage control. No, 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 really. Do you know why? Why? Because it's John Cena! <laughs> well, I must have been drunk before the show today. 100%. No, I'm just having fun. <laughs> you are so cool. Right, right, right now. It's wow. I am. I don't know why. It was like that beforehand. Me and Speedy were trying to figure it out. But, like, I, I was, like, red as a lobster right when I got it. Yeah, I mean, clearly, I could, I could see that. I could, I, Hell yeah, Red Dragon side effect, me. I mean, at this point, I, I look at it in this perspective, it's, it really is in all seriousness. It is a crazy story that they come out about that day with Vince McMahon because... Oh, this is, um... I mean, this has gone to the point now where, obviously, if it does come out to fruition that it is true... There's a real legitimate, op, uh, realistic situation so, that he can lose the company. Period. These are these are the allegations. Now we know the one about the three million dollar um, payment in 2022 for to the um, former paralegal. The new ones are a seven and a half million dollar payment in 2018 to a former wrestler. Who alleged, and this is a bad one in my opinion, but this is actually like, I think it's his, like, rape. 
who alleged Vince McMahon coerced her into giving him oral sex, then demoted her, and ultimately declined to renew her contract in 2005 after she resisted further sexual encounters. Now, we don't know who... Um, there won't be a name, obviously. I don't think uh, there'll be probably a name. Figure it out if, if, probably figure it out if you go back. Um, a roughly $1 million payment in 2008 to a WWE contractor who presented the company with unsolicited nude photos of Mr. McMahon she reported reportedly received from him and alleged that he had sexual her he had sexually harassed her on the job. A one million dollar payment to a former ten year WWE manager who alleged McMahon initiated a sexual relationship with her. The first two are borderline they're definitely illegal, the first two. Of course. And then you go on top of what he what happened and the, the allegations came to surface again. The former female referee that he supposedly uh, raped in a limousine. Then you have what he did to Masara. And there is a legit shot that all this stuff can come back up. More stuff can come up. And he could be gone. Now, for WWE's future, that is a very good thing. That product is dog shit. That product is so bad. And they need a new leader in the most way. And they don't need Stephanie. They need... Uh, Triple H is pro- probably something a lot of people want. I would prefer that. It should be. It would be a good thing if this happens. As a wrestling fan, I'm very happy this happened. I'm very happy this came out. I'm very happy it I was going to say. I'm what? not happy it happened. I'm happy it came out. But as a human being, I am... Honestly, mortified that he did this to women. I've always said I, he's not a good human being. I'm not happy with how I am being um, proven right. I would rather have been proven wrong than proven right. And like I said, as a wrestling fan, I'm happy he came out. It's better for WWE, but as a human being, it's just it, it's not good. It's really bad. He's not a good person, and he should not be involved in a, in a public way at all. Who was? And the thing is, and everybody also was talking about, well, where's Linda McMahon in this whole situation? Dave Meltzer did report back in June 19th that they are still married, but they haven't been living together. So clearly they're ha- they likely are separated. <clears throat> when did that happen? June 19th, Dave Meltzer reported it, that they're married. No, when did, when did they separate? That's that's all it says. Like, they, they're married, however, they're not living because together. Because when she was running for Senate in, in um, Connecticut, he was very much supporting her. Well, because he's a well, because he's he's an he's a, he's a name, right? Yeah, like he was, he was, he was doing a lot. That. He was doing a lot to get her elected. Now, if they weren't separated or weren't a thing, I don't know. Or was he doing it to make it look like they were? And that was everything else under wraps. It happens all the time. Politicians, oh really? They, they make appearances. How would you know that happens all the time? Well, that, politicians. That people hide sexual stuff. Well, How do you I'm know ta- that? I'm talking about political wise. What are you hiding? I, I trust me. I, I don't even have the time to hide a damn thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but it, it's definitely. I mean, like I said, we came on the air today. You know, I texted for you this morning. So we're gonna do Forbidden Door. We're gonna do Money in the Bank. And get to all that, and then bombshell. This happens. 
And I know you, I love your idea of Triple H running it. The issue is going to be. He's the only one I think is. is um, of course. But the problem is, is he because he is married to Stephanie. And if they sell the shares and they have to sell the company by default. Is Triple H going to be allowed to do it? That's the thing. You know, if, if um, they get in major legal trouble and they have to like. They, there is a chance they could end up having to sell the company as collateral. Oh, I think they're gonna, much, the stock is down. It's over, it's down two percent again. Now, yeah. here's another question. Here's another question. Remember when everyone was assuming they might be selling the company? They were selling out everything. They were cutting everybody, and they thought maybe they were setting up to sell. Did they know that something could be coming out? Could be a possibility. I mean, that was about. I remember. Yeah, that was about what a, a year ago. There were rumors that they were selling. Vince wanted out. Not out, but there were people within the company advising him, you know, it's time. You need to maybe step aside. He didn't want to do it. And so by that, I will say this. He's not going to make some random ass appearance tonight on SmackDown. I can, I can tell you that's not going to happen. Um, I actually, I, I actually don't want I would not be shocked if he did. Remember that? Uh, there's no way. Where is SmackDown? Where is SmackDown? He's in Vancouver talking with John Cena, which... Oh, then yeah, he's not going to be on there. He's a hundred. I, I, I would say I would not be shocked if um he did another one of those random segments with Trish Stratus if they were in Canada. Oh she, no, like, no, jumped no, into his, no! Jumped into his face with no shirt on. Oh god, no! Because that's something. Yeah, they're in Fort Worth, Texas tonight. He's in Vancouver. He won't be there. He won't be. There. He's not going to be there for a while. Um, but here's the thing. Because if they were setting up to sell, and they knew something was going to be happening, could they have? Uh, is, is that considered um, insider trading that they it were could, selling I mean, stock and 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 and, and make it look like they were doing that? Because that's what they were doing. They were selling a lot of stock. They were cutting everybody, trying to make themselves look more profitable. I mean, that's that's the only thing is that. And again, the stock is down for them again. It's it's horrible right now. Their stock. Um, it's, it's. I'm just wondering even who would who could buy it, and how much would it go for? Um. Do you think Tony would? No. Why? Because Tony has enough on his plate right now. I think Tony wants to solely focus on AEW because he helped build the product. That's what his. That's what he's he's gonna stick with one thing right now. The the guy can't be doing. The guy can't be managing eight different shows every freaking week. There's no way he he doesn't have the time for it. And I think he loves AEW too much to just take his attention away from AEW. No, he wouldn't take his attention away. He would do what um Vince did with WCW. No, five them and end them. Nah, but never. Or WWE, or them. WWE's never going anywhere. They're a global empire. Somebody's gonna buy them. No, Listen, I'm, I'm not being, I'm not seriously saying that's going to happen. I'm making a conversation. Now, who do you think could buy it and would put in charge of booking? They have Elon Musk. They have, <laughs> no. They have, if Disney buys it, they have no idea what to do. So if ESPN or um, NBC or Fox buys it, they have no idea what to do. They're going to have another situation where they're like WCW when they were putting everybody in charge that did not know a thing about wrestling. So who should they put in out there. The, the, the thing of it is, is that WWE... But had booking experience. 
I mean, the thing of it is, is that the difference with WCW when WCW was bought was the popularity was completely down. The, the, there was, they weren't drawing. They weren't, ratings-wise, they were getting absolutely nothing. They were getting bashed every week. Whereas WWE is still doing well with shows. They're still selling, you know, they're still doing well with ratings, and they're still a name. WCW was a, a trust me. WCW, when AOL bought them out, it they were nothing. They literally went for absolute zilch when they when they were bought out. Whereas WWE is still a global empire. It's it's. Well, they had. No I, I completely get what you're saying. I 100 percent do in the sense that, you know, Tony wants to focus on AEW and, and Ring of Honor and doing that. Tony has enough going on. Plus, he helps with also, the also, he also helps in, in all. In all honesty, in all honesty, in all honesty, um, Tony Khan has said in the past that he does not want WWE going anywhere. He does not want to put them out of business. Of course, not. I think Tony Khan wants that wants them to be a thing for better competition. I, I think Tony um, Khan wants every wrestling company to be ran well and be popular for the sport how, professional wrestling. However, if they do sell. There is one hundred and ten percent a chance that they partner and do Steve something. Steve going to buy them. God, that would be terrible. Um, really, that would be terrible. Really, Donald, Donald Trump will buy them like he did with Monday Night Raw. No, God, <laughs> that would be so bad. I mean, it's I, I, I think by I think next week's show, I think you and I will do research before that show and who we think are guys. And girls that could buy the company because I just don't think there's enough information for us to, to give names and throw names in a hat. Now, hold on. If, if, if people are actually going to buy it to be a major company like um, like Disney or Fox or NBC, it's going to be one of them. And then they're going to put someone else in charge to book it. No, that's exactly that's, it. That's what's going to happen. Of course. I think, and, and honestly, I, I. Do you think that they put Cody in charge of booking? And Cody did a pretty good job in AEW with booking. He didn't do booking. No, he, he only did it until December 2019. Then Khan took over. No, I know Cody that. Never, I'm saying Cody he, never really did much of any booking. He got no. his, it taken away because he wasn't doing good. He also but did. Disney, I mean, he did find good talent though. Um, if you look, if Disney, NBC, and Fox or or Fox take over, um, Cody says he doesn't want to do it again though. He said uh, at Comic Con he doesn't want to do it again. Uh, you know what though? They they offer them enough money to do it, or even if they say, "Hey, um, if you do this temporarily, can we find someone?" He would do it. I mean, he went on record and said flat. They asked him after WrestleMania, "Would you want to be in charge of booking or doing anything again?" He said it was a learning experience, and it's something I never want to do again. Like flat out on, and especially, I mean. AEW, when he was doing it, was a startup company. It's just starting out. WWE's global empire. It's, I mean, you're talking about, you're, t- you're taking apples to oranges with that one. That's a whole different ballgame. When you go from a starting up company, global commodity, that's a massively drastic change in lifestyle for booking. And I just don't think Cody, if it was overwhelming for him in AEW, I don't think he's going to want to do it in WWE. But again, like you said, I think NBC, Fox, ESPN, well, ESPN and Disney work together, um, would do it 
and they'll put somebody in charge. I would love for Triple H to be in charge. The problem is he's, you know, he's synonified with... No, if they end up doing it, they could put Triple H in charge, but I don't think they would do that because, like you said... Um, he's I think married he... to Steph. He can't do it. Yeah. And um, I don't think he would really feel comfortable. The worst, worst case scenario is they put Bruce uh, Pritchard in charge. That would be horrible because he's Vince 2.0. They need somebody who is knowledgeable about today's wrestling. Jim Cornette. Knowledgeable about today's <laughs> You and I should just throw our hats in there. Knowledgeable about today's wrestling. Yeah, I know. You, that's what I'm saying. You and I should just throw our hat in there. I was talking about you, but okay. Um, what, really? <laughs> says the guy with the post on his <laughs> Okay, yeah. yeah that's going to help. Okay. It's not a post-it. It's a piece of cardboard with a, a, a sticker on it. Mm-hmm. Says the guy that was screaming because he couldn't find a pen at the beginning of the show. That will go over well. We should send that video in. My mouse. I, I ripped it off, and I, I put a piece of sticky on it over here. Oh goodness! Well, yeah. I, I, it is this. It, I'm very interested in how this plays out the next few weeks. Um, I think decisions will be made sooner than later. Um, I don't. I think they have to. This is going to be a uh, longer thing, and well, he, I, think long be, I think I think he'll get removed. But if if the more women come come to light. And they want to press charges. That's where it gets tricky, man. I mean, are we are, before we so before we go to break and we'll get to AEW and, and Money in the Bank when we come back? Are we suggesting that this could turn into obviously like a, a Deshaun Watson situation where just more people come? Oh, I hundred percent believe it could. Yeah. You know. Okay. I I I'm waiting for that. I I am one hundred percent waiting for it. Think about like everyone. Everyone always joked joked about over the years that he was a perverted old man, and you know, every joke like that, there's always a little bit of truth. And I think we're starting to see that there's a lot of truth to this one. And I think we're gonna be seeing a lot of people coming out because look at what he hired for the Divas Forever. Just attractive women. Yeah. Like really, women that could not wrestle for their life. I remember. Being hired are just attractive women. Like the only ones legitimately on the on that roster at the time when they did the when they had the Divas Championship were. Now, if he actually was doing this with a couple of the women, how many more women have he done has he done this to, and didn't say anything yet? Mm-hmm. One woman said that he sent her unsolicited unsolicited news. He's he's not going to be sending that to only one woman. He's going to be sending out to as many of the females as possible. I'm waiting for more. Now. Yeah, more will happen. I think this is a learning experience for everybody that's running a, a, a company. You need to be careful with what you do and when you send it. Because once you send it, it's out there. You can't go back. Even if it's on Twitter and you delete it, somebody catches it and will screenshot it. it happens all the time. I'm sweaty. It's falling off. That's so full of garbage. You so when we come back, we are going to get into some more talk of this time we'll talk about in the ring. 
We'll get into some AEW. We'll recap Forbidden Door. We will recap what happened with Dynamite this week and also Blood and Guts. We'll get into a little bit of Money in the Bank. We'll get into that. And I will get into who I am very happy for and very happy that she got the win at Money in the Bank. So we will get into all that when we come back right here on Off the Mat here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network and Bodyslam.net. It, it is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. I was a little concerned about that because he said it was getting sweaty at the end, but that's all right. We're back here for the second half of Off the Mat right here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network and Body Slam. Done it, of course, with Lyle Gillen. I'm Josh Eric Speedy PD on the board. All right. So I know Forbidden Door was two weeks ago. We weren't around last week to discuss it. Uh, go go first. Your thoughts on the show? I thought the show was great. I, I um, I I was very very happy that um, you got proven wrong twice. Mm-hmm. Um, you did not think that the Kingston Jericho match was going to be good. Nope. You did not think that the uh, Osprey uh, Orange Cassidy match was going to be good. They nope. were probably the best matches on the card the whole night. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the triple threat match would have been bar none the best match. But it definitely, and Paul got hurt. According to Tony Khan, he was 100% going in to that night, feeling 100%. He he was cleared to wrestle, and so he could have just gotten a different injury in that match. But it looked like he passed out when he went to go uh, tug underneath the uh, uh, the Rainmaker and then passed out. Um, and, and it looked like Jay White just put all his body weight on top of him to pin him. Because people were saying he hurt his shoulder because he was trying to get up, and he couldn't. But it looked like he tried to get up, and he couldn't because Jay White was, was having all his body weight on top of him. And it looked like – I think Jay White was mad because this is just my gut feeling. Um, generally, in these types of matches, when that happens, the first initial move is to remove that wrestler and continue the match. I believe they tried to do that, and – Adam didn't want to. He wanted to stay in the match and keep going. And then he obvi- obviously couldn't. And I think that's why uh, Jay White got so mad because they could have continued the match and kept going, but they had to stop it short that way. For me, I, I mean, listen, I, I will always say when I'm when I'm wrong about something, listen, the show over-exceeded my expectations, especially with both AEW and New Japan having between injuries and illnesses Things changing on the fly every now and then. It was kind of crazy that they were able to pull this off, and it was a very good show. Um, I really enjoyed the Claudio uh, Zack Saber Jr. match. I thought that was really a lot of fun to see Claudio Castagnoli come back and join Bullet, uh, join Blackpool Combat Club. Like, oh, give me a break! You said triple threat match earlier, and I didn't correct you. It was Fatal Four Way, the Adam Cole match. All right, I, I heard that. Okay. I didn't correct you, so cut it out, all right? Um, to, to me, it I thought... It's a pretty triple threat. Mm, it was fun. Um, 
I, I enjoyed that match. Yeah, listen, I'll be the first one to say I, I, I was wrong about the Osprey match. I was wrong about the Eddie Kingston match. They were two great matches on the card. They were awesome. Now, I, you made a comment to me that night. You said that there were a few. You did, you did not like what happened with or how Osprey has changed his style. Mm-hmm. Now, how come? The only reason is because when I when I first watched Will Ospreay eons ago, um, to me, I just remember him being the high flyer all over the place, quick in the ring, doing the high-risk moves. That's the Will Ospreay. Remember, now he's put on a lot of muscle. He's put on a lot of weight. So his style has somewhat changed a little bit where he's more of an aggressor. It's just something that I I've had to come to the conclusion. I have to get used to it. It is what it is. That's what he is now. He's not the high, high, high risk aerial assassin he was in chaos. That's not the Osprey that, that he is anymore, um, and everything of that sort. But to me, listen, Will Osprey is what he is. Um, you know, and also getting to see Shibata come out was cool. Um, clearly, that start that was awesome. I love that. That's gonna start a, a, a robbery. I, I, I saw Clark Connors get his ass absolutely kicked in that fatal four way match, which there's no way in hell Ishii gets killed like that. He did in that match, which that started the robbery now between Miro and Malachi Black. Now, that was put up on Dynamite this past week. And I, I said after that match that I think that's going to start a robbery. I think they're going to make Miro a face, um, which is what I think they probably should do because Miro is as over as anybody right now. And, and and I think to me that is something that, it you know, I, I thought was a pretty good match. You know, But going back to the Osprey thing, it's taken a lot. Like I said, Will Osprey was one of my favorite wrestlers in the world years ago. His style is something I have to get accustomed to now because I did, I loved Will for what he was in the ring. He was a high flyer. He was a young kid. He was fast. Was able to put on five star matches. Really something that stood out a lot. I mean, you know, now like I said, he's changed his approach. He's become a super. He's become a heavyweight now. He's not a junior anymore. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, as far as that goes, I thought. Uh, the tag team, the FTR tag team match was good with United Empire and Rapungi Vice. They did a great job, great job with the, uh, circumstances. Yeah, 100%. I, I, and I thought the Sting match was fun, too. I did. I thought it was fun. I mean, Sting that was was fun. Yeah. Dude, Sting's hanging out with Darby a lot. I mean, obviously, Sting's jumping off from 50, 40 feet <laughs> in the air now. I mean, it's just way too much, man. The guy's going to kill himself, and I... I get very nervous, seriously, when things like that happen. But it was a fun you're match. Nervous about a lot of, you're nervous about a lot of things. No, I'm nervous when a 60-something-year-old man is jumping 40 feet in the air and hoping he lands on people and they actually catch him. That's what I'm nervous about. God forbid, you know. I thought that was good. But uh, a match that doesn't get talked about enough, I thought it was the Tony Storm um, Thunder Rosa match. I thought that was a match that was really good. Thunderstorm! You know, I love that name. So do I. I and that was that was Rose's best defense she's had so far. Um, I agree, but hey, Thunder, uh, Tony Storm is very, very good in the ring. That from what we, from from what we've known over the years. Of course, that's the thing. I mean, her. You go back to her NXT UK days with her rivalry with Rhea Ripley. It was fantastic. I mean, yes. that's where it all stems from. I, it's 
they have really, you know, they brought her in, you know, to really be a special, you know, somebody that would give this women's division a little bit of a jolt. And, and you've seen I'm going to be honest. I, I like uh, Tony Storm better, or the most, I'll, I'll say, in NXT UK. Oh, yeah. I mean, to, to, well, this, she was. This, this one, I'm not 100% sold on yet, but no, NXT UK was. was she was the face of the women's division in NXT UK. I, mean, that, I liked Rhea Ripley better in NXT UK than I did. I liked her also. Cool. I liked her a lot in NXT as well when she had that the year of Rhea, Rhea Ripley in twenty like in twenty nineteen twenty twenty. That was mm-hmm. that was awesome with her. I mean, um, it was a great show. Listen, you, you you can't deny that there was a lot of circumstances that. Both of these companies had to get past. Um, they got through it, and they did a nice job. Now we get to Blood and Guts, and I thought Blood and Guts, first off, before, shout out to Matt Menard for that promo that he did on the conclusion of Blood and Guts, talking about his, his son and his wife. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. You know Matt Menard in two point oh, Jericho Appreciation Society. That one. I, one I probably, you know the one you probably cursed out at Double or Nothing. <laughs> I think I did. Um, yeah. I cursed out a lot of people all the time. So. Yeah. Well, I, I, I shout out to him for that promo that he did. Really awesome. Um, also thoughts thoughts with 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 Santana. Um, I knew instantly he hurt everybody and their mother knew he hurt himself. Um, everybody, everybody stayed away from him in the match in Blood and Guts Santana when he went down after he did the, um, this, 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 the, um, I forget what move he did. He went down instantly and everybody stayed away from him. Um, I know Daniel Garcia went over there for a minute to just to give Santana some sort of offense, but he really couldn't get up and, after the match was over, like the moment the match ended, Santana was carried to the back. Um, what, what, what happened? What did he injure? They didn't say what the injury was, but Tony went on uh, Busted Open and said he's going to be out a while. Um, Tony said he's going to be out a while. I know Dave Meltzer just said Adam Cole's probably going to be out for a while uh, with his injuries. They're still waiting on clearance from Danielson. Um, no, I think that it, from what Tony Khan said is that um, he's sending him out, out, out of precaution. Eight days, um, no, a couple weeks before uh, Forbidden Door, Danielson was fine. Mm-hmm. And then uh, eight days before he started enough, so he was fine again. Then after the paper, he, he was, he was um, fine again. So they'll keep being cautious with him. Um, you have to be with his history. Yeah, um, but I think uh, I, I I don't know. We'll see how long he'll be out for, but um, I don't think that it will be uh, too long. I think it'll because we know Danielson. He'll say his mind until he starts wrestling. Again, so. I mean, this is just something that every wrestling company goes through, guys. Guys, but if, if it's really a bad concussion, they can't. Um, from a legal perspective, they can't let him wrestle until. No, of course not. I mean, and, and of course with Punk out, Cole out. Honestly, and... put the belt back on uh, Hangman. 
I think they want to save Moxley Punk. I think that's eventually what they're going to want to do. Yeah, but I think they should put it on. You, I mean, you can. I, I just think they want to do the they, they want to get a Punk Moxley match because they never got that in WWE, and Moxley's somebody that Punk's always yeah. wanted to face. Um, like they fought each other in a tag team match. It was probably go with that. It's you know I um I thought the um I thought Pack winning the championship was a very good idea um, as well. I, I like that a lot. Um, I like how Danielson is one of Kingston's biggest rivalries, and Danielson decided to troll Eddie Kingston and say, "Yeah, I'm going to bring in Claudio, who is even more hated by Eddie Kingston, and go that route." And to me, I thought that was a fantastic idea. I think that will eventually culminate into something. If you don't know from uh, from Shocker Wrestling, years and years and years ago. Eddie Kingston and Claudio had a massive, massive, massive rivalry. And Kingston wrote a tweet out that he said he doesn't have the balls to come to AEW. And lo and behold, here he is. And um, um, our friend Eddie wound up um, sending me the video of the reaction when Claudio came out. And it was nuts. I mean, and everybody knew it was going to be Claudio, too. And everybody still went nuts because it's awesome. And him joining Blackpool Combat Club, I think, is perfect. I think it's a perfect fit for them, for that group. Um, you're seeing it now uh, in Ring of Honor coming up. Um, I believe it was Death Before Dishonor. I believe it's July yeah. 23rd. They're doing Garcia versus Yuta. Um, so it's good job, my friend. Good job. You got it right. <laughs> it, it, it is Garcia Yuta. Yeah, they're doing Garcia Yuta at Death Before Dishonor. Um, and they are doing a rematch one last time. They are doing FTR versus the Briscoes one last time. Garcia Yuta? Really? Yeah. They're do- well, they're also- do you know what they did together in Beyond? Oh, yes. I know. Sounds do you bad. actually watch the matches? I watched... So with YouTube, they show like the clips with like the music playing in the background. With some of those, they do some of those things. They don't show the whole match, you know. So they do that, but you're getting, you're, get, you're getting, you're you're getting FTR and the Briscoes one last time, and you're getting Samoa Joe versus Jay Lethal. So this is stemming to be a very nice card for Death Before Dishonor. It's and I appreciate. Tony finding a loophole in getting the Briscoes on TV where they say, ha ha, it's not Turner. No, no, no. This is a pay-per-view. It's Ring of Honor. So we can get the Briscoes. And we all know I, that. I don't think that's a loophole. Well, they, well they, trust me. I'm sure Tony would love the Briscoes. He can't get them on Turner. They don't want them. They don't want them. Yeah, <laughs> but they still haven't been on Turner. If it was a loophole, they would have been on Turner. No, but that's no, but that's the thing. Turner doesn't want them, so he can't put them on Turner on TNT or TBS. They can still be a pay per view for AEW. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Not not really a loophole. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's it's, okay. We can't put them on weekly television, so we'll find a way to put them on somehow through our company in a way where Turner can't get mad at us because it's not through their company. So that's the only way we could do it. Because I don't know if AEW can really. It's still not a loophole. It's still following the rules. No, they're fought. 
they're following the rules, but at the same time, what they're doing is they're finding a way to put him on TV regularly in a way where it doesn't affect their relationship with Turner. Which, let's be real here, Turner pays the bills for AEW with their weekly shows. They're not on TV regularly, that regular, regularly. Really? They're on Dynamite Wednesdays and Rampage Fridays. No, I'm talking about um, the first shows. No, you're missing what I'm saying. I'm saying that I'm sure... Kyle I understand what you're saying. I just don't think it's a loophole. All right. Well, to me, it is a loophole. I think you're using the word wrong. No, I'm not using the word wrong. No. It's a way It's a way of putting them on television still through Tony Khan without Tony Khan having to put him on Turner Sports. Hey, Speedy. Is that a loophole? I'm not sure. Thank you. Bingo. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you you should ask uh Lyle Lyle, you know who you should ask about that? Uh Spy Slows. No, don't oh, don't he's gonna go back to the news from a month ago. Don't ask him. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, um So but anyway, the death before the sign looks really good. I think AW's on the right track right now. I, I, I um we'll get to our finishing move now because um, I did want to get into Money in the Bank a little bit with my finishing move, and I, uh, you know, I want to say who I am. Uh, I'm happy for. For me, I am, and I actually did not. I watched Money in the Bank. I didn't think it was a really. I didn't think it was that bad of a show. I actually somewhat enjoyed it a little bit. I did. I am so so happy and excited for Liv Morgan. That girl, one hundred and ten percent. If you saw how humble she was this week. All over the place. She is so greatly appreciates the decision, and she's earned it. She's worked her ass off since the the old NXT days to get this moment, and you could see how emotional and happy she was after she got it. And to me, that that is somebody that I can appreciate because I see how appreciative she was at the decision, and. The report that did come out was Ronda was going to leave that night as champion, and Ronda actually pushed Creative to tell them to let Liv win the title that night against her after her match. So humble on everybody's part there. And did doing that happen? What? Did that happen? Yeah, Liv won. Liv won the SmackDown Women's Championship. She beat. She cashed in. Cashed in. Oh. And she beat nice. and she beat Rhonda. And I I've watched I'm Liv- gonna be, I I didn't even know there was a pay-per-view that night for that company until like a couple days later. That's all right. Well, to me, I'm very happy for Liv. I appreciate somebody like her because she I know I know how hard she generally works to be really good in the ring and as the character as she is. And she's been she's had so many ups and downs in this in this business. That she got her moment. And I think she is somebody that rightfully deserves her moment. And to me, uh, congratulations to Liv. Kudos to her. Kudos to Rhonda for being humble and letting Liv have her moment. I think that that is awesome to see wrestlers come together and really share their happiness and the positive energy in a business right now that lately has had a lot of negative. And I think it, it's something to, you don't really see too much 
of that anymore in any profession, period. You don't. And I think to, to just watch that moment was just fantastic. So congratulations to Liv and, you know, kudos to Rana for that. Finishing move, Lyle. My finishing move is that I really miss Kenny Omega. Oh. And I cannot believe I sat here with a note on my head saying fuck Cody Rhodes in the Iron Show. Yeah, you look like a jackass. But that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put two pieces of, you should put two pieces of bread next to your ears. You call yourself an idiot sandwich. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what is your finisher move? Yeah, I already gave my finishing move, Jackass. Maybe if you were listening. <laughs> oh, Money in the Bank was your finishing move? Yeah, it was Liv. It was Liv winning. It was you Liv. said that as part of the show, we were going to talk about Money in the Bank. I thought that was a segment you Well, were do. clearly you didn't watch the show, so we're not going to talk about it now because I'm going to be talking to myself. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to pull an Alice and just talk for like 10 minutes. And, and no, I'm not gonna, no, 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 no. It's already 67. I'm not going to. Come on now. Take it easy. Okay. I did think Money in the Bank was a good show. I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Clearly, they're trying to build new stars there with Austin Theory, which I know you've always liked Austin Theory. So yes. that is a good idea for them to push him. And like I said, they're pushing new blood. You got, you know, Bianca Belair's the Raw Women's SmackDown, Raw Women's Champion, Liv's the SmackDown Women's Champion, Theory's the Money in the Bank winner. It's not repetitive, same song and dance all the time. So I think that that is a, an idea. Clearly, they're, they're trying to push Theory to the moon. And I didn't know that SummerSlam was early this year. SummerSlam is July 30th this year. It's very early this year. Um, yeah. You know. But, yeah. But you know what, though? Hey, it would be a, it'd be a fun time in Nashville. I'll tell you that much. Um, it's going to be a smashing time in Smashville. Don't laugh. It's the funniest thing. <laughs> I, I swear to God, people are going to text me. After, like, Did I do drugs today? I'm going to say, no. No, I didn't. No, no, that's, 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 that's Lyle on, on days. You, you take it with a grain of salt and you run it. You know? You know, but... Catching like, what the fuck did I do putting you two on here? I mean, it's like, I mean, I, I Even I'm just, like, baffled by <laughs> But, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to check out our show and other shows every single week. You can check us out if you have an iPhone, go to the Apple Store, type in WWSRN. If you have an Android, go to the Google Play Store, type in Worldwide Sports. You can check out all the different shows that we have on the network, as well as articles, content. If you're driving, you can listen to the audio feed. You can also check out schedules, rewatch shows, clips of the shows, interviews in the past, all of that we are on. WorldWideSportsRadio.com, and you can listen to us on a smart speaker as well as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch. And we are also on BodySlam.net. Check us out on there. One of the best wrestling inside scoop wrestling. Hey, BodySlam, the competition. Okay, and on YouTube as well. You can check us out there as well. I mean, my God. Okay. I'm going to get a lot of clicks on this YouTube channel. I can tell you that much. That's for sure. People are going to go, the hell was he on today? I'm going to say, give it to him every week. <laughs> I'll, I'll come up with something new next week to have. Yes, please. I can't wait. wait. Well, we also, like I said, I, we do have to come up with our list of who we think could buy the WWE. Uh, that is definitely a list we need to come up with. Uh, maybe Red Dragon as an energy drink and loud and tell us. Yeah, what well, you don't want to know. That's a possibility. No, mm. it's a um, gaming, it's a PC accessories company. 
There you go. So I have I, I put my mouse is Red Dragon, my keyboard is Red Dragon, my mouse pad is Red Dragon. So that's Red Dragon. So it's gonna be the free sponsor for them soon at this point. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening and watching our show every single week. We will be on next Friday from six to seven again. For Lyle Gillen, for Speedy PD, I'm Josh Silverberg. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy SmackDown tonight. Enjoy Rampage tonight. And we will talk to you next Friday. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to the World Watch Watcher Network and BodySlam.net. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, Omega. Finish Take it away. I must beat you, a Jew. So stay with me now if you know it. Goodbye. And good... Thank you for listening to Off The Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, your source for all things wrestling and sports entertainment. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.